I'm your host, Madeline, and welcome to The Courageous Podcast, where you will hear inspirational stories of everyday people who will share how they found strength, hope, and faith in the midst of adversity. Let's get ready to be inspired. Hello, hello. Welcome to The Courageous Podcast today. Uh, today, I have a special guest, Wendy Analu. She was on the Courageous Podcast back in 2020 when I first started. And so Wendy was born in Chicago. She's a single mom of an amazing 14-year-old mm-hmm. son. Wendy's dream was to become a foster parent. And today, she is a certified foster parent with seven kids. She believes her life's calling is to help broken children and parents on the journey through the foster system. She wants to be able to shine the love of God and give hope to those families that are hopeless. Mm -hmm. She says, Jesus already came and suffered for us. We only need to believe in him wholeheartedly. A verse she lives by is Isaiah 117, learn to do good, seek justice, help the oppressed, defend the cause of the orphans, Fight for the rights of the widows. She believes only Jesus can get you through. I love that, Wendy. (laughs) Welcome, welcome to the Courageous Podcast today. Thank you so much, Marilyn, for having me back. I'm so excited to give you the updates of everything God's doing, not just in my life, but in every single of my child's lives. And it's just exciting. We're a bunch. (laughs) Awesome. Well, having seven kids in the house I, I can't even imagine what that's <laughs> like. So um, I'm sure God is definitely in the midst trying to help you. Every morning, every morning. <laughs> so as I said, you were on the Courageous Podcast in September of 2020, and you shared a little bit of your journey and something traumatic that you went through. I don't want to give it away because I want <laughs> you guys to go back and listen to it. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but I wanted to share just the, like a little bit of a snippet so people can kind of hear. So at age nine, you experienced severe trauma. At 17, mm-hmm. you survived a major car accident. At 20, you became a mom. I love to raise your son on your own. At 25, your dad passed away and you were devastated Mm -hmm. by that. And then eventually there was a final blow that kind of pushed you over the edge and you spiraled out of control. Just tell me a little bit about that. Definitely. So after losing my son's father um, and then losing my father, I lost it. I lost it. I was heartbroken. I was looking for love in the wrong places trying to fill the voids and um and I put my trust in the wrong people you know sometimes you think family's out there to protect you and it's not always the case and if you listen to the podcast you'll see that there's a reason God asks us not to be part of the world it's a it's the forbidden fruit that we continue to desire but really it's not that good mm. it's not that good on the other side so listen to the podcast and get the details on the journey I went through to get to where I am today and to continue to help others heal from brokenness. That's awesome. Every chapter that we go through leads us to the next place. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that you said that because Mm -hmm. what you went through that night, that one night didn't define you and it didn't stop you from going where you are today. And so her episode is titled How One Night Changed My Life, where she shares the story of how she overcame a very dark season in her life. And when you and I recorded the episode, you told me that God was leading you 
to be a foster mom yes. because you wanted to help those that were broken and that have been discarded and maybe had gone through some difficult things. And congratulations that I'm super, super <laughs> proud of you that you're literally doing that right, right now. Mm -hmm. um, and that you trusted God and you have faith to say, you know what, I don't know what this looks like, but I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. And so you said that in order to walk in this calling, you had to leave everything behind. What does that mean when you say everything? <laughs> so I finally was in a place where I had it all. I had everything I wanted. I had my lakefront condo. I had the career I wanted, the position I wanted. I mean, me and Nate had it going on. <laughs> and we had our dog. But, you know, when God called me to do this, I couldn't foster all my kids in a one or two bedroom condo. I needed a bigger space. And God provided everything. He put the calling in my heart. And soon enough, I saw it was a Facebook ad about a foster agency that actually provides you a home and a car. And I was like, God, this is you. I jumped and did it and left everything behind. I mean, I left 15 years of a career, 15 years of a career and a comfortable life. <laughs> And a salary that. And great salary. Great yeah, salary. Definitely. And I took the jump completely having faith in God. And let me tell you, I would do it again mm. over and over, just falling into his arms and being obedient to, to God and just doing what he called me to do has satisfied me more than any of my goals from my career. Mm. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. And so you shared a verse and I wanted you to share that. And so it's Psalm 1017. Lord, you know the hopes of the hopeless. Surely you will hear their cries and comfort them. You'll bring justice to the orphans and the oppressed so mere people can no longer terrify them. That verse I related to so much. I was once helpless and God heard me and he saved me. I was fatherless and God fathered me. I was unloved and God loved me. I want the world to know our good loving father. I want to boldly proclaim this. I want to become more like Jesus each day because this is what you're teaching the kids. This is what they're seeing. It's not just about telling them. It's about being an example. And God continues to grow me and teach me along with my kids. And Mother's Day um, recently passed and pastor preached about Timothy, mm. about Timothy and his mom's faith and his grandmother's faith. And I, I put myself in that position and I put my mom in that position mm. because of my mother's faith. What did I have great faith? And I believe there was a God because I saw God moving in her life mm. and how she depended on him. Now, today, all my kids see how much I depend on God and how much I go to God and how God does move and God does protect us. And I know that I'm passing over the torch because they're learning to depend on God in everything they do. That's awesome. It's so important to plant those seeds early in your kids because mm -hmm. they're going to face their own challenges and their own brokenness. And so knowing that they can go back and say, Lord, I need you. I need your help. I need to rely on you. I need to trust you just Amen. like my mom has taught me is the same thing you did. And so obviously you want to pass that on. And so your episode went live in September of 2020. How soon after did you start this journey of fostering? I mean, almost right away, almost right away. God put that ad. Uh, literally, I was checking my Facebook and God put the ad there. I was like, I'm not even supposed to be on, but, um, you know, it, it, it was just, I saw it, I did it and I, it flowed. It flowed. Everything worked out for his purpose. And we got here pretty quickly. I awesome. started fostering, a March of 20, um, 2021. 21. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, 2021. Wow. So it was, was a fast, fast. move. One hey, year. God has a way of opening the doors, um, even especially when we're not ready and we don't know Oof. what to expect. He opens the doors. You move into this house that child services is providing for you. Mm -hmm. You know, how many kids did you get initially? And then, you know, what types of traumas um, are mm -hmm. kids facing, you know, when they when they come through like the system? Yeah, so I can't touch, um, I can't touch specifically on the traumas that my kids have, but it, it's everything. It comes just from neglect. There are single moms that can't pay the bills and then they can't take care of their kids. It's not that they don't love them, it's just they can't, you know? So um, we need to protect them as well. But it's also abuse, physical, sexual, emotional, mental abuse. There's a lot of that. That mental and emotional mm -hmm. abuse is what we struggle with daily because we always want to give the parents a chance to, for them to have a relationship, but it's that struggle right. because they also don't know how to stop those toxic cycles. Right. They don't. They can only do what they've learned, you know. So um, it's it's a it's a journey because we're teaching our kids, but we're also teaching the parents, you know. And and it's a conflict because parents are adults. They don't like being told what to do. Kids don't like being told what right. to do, but adults, yeah. it's a different system. Mm -hmm. there, there's a lot in there, but, um, but God can heal it all. That's awesome. God has yeah. healed it all. Yeah. So. And that's, it's a process. Mm -hmm. It's a process. I can't imagine a parent losing their child uh, to foster care, wanting to get them back, um, mm -hmm. but they're struggling and they can't, they just can't keep up with the yeah. day to day. Um, and cause at the end of the day, they just want to be together. The kids want to be with their moms. Yeah. You know, they don't care about mm -hmm. what's going on. And so I know that, you know, you're provided resources. Are you given all the resources that you need or are there things that are like lacking sometimes? There's often th things lacking. You know, we try to stretch each dollar as much as we can. Um, we always receive donations and they've been so helpful. Mm -hmm. They've clothed many, many kids in the neighborhood, all the donations I've received. I don't just keep them from my house. I actually spread them out because mm -hmm. we do have like 60 something kids. Yeah. Um, but it's been a blessing. But And kids grow so fast. So they're running out of shoes in no time. They're mm -hmm. running out of pants in no time, you know, holes in their pants on their knees. You know, the boys, um, you know, and the girls grow. So the donations are very much um, welcomed. You know, there's a lot of times where it's a struggle to decide if we can we can buy, you know, graduation pictures because mm -hmm. they're so expensive, yeah. you know, get their haircuts because they're so expensive. They do provide us a budget, but it's just never enough. It's it's six kids. Mm but we try to make it work. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good people out there that have offered their volunteered their time and their skills to to benefit these kids That's and it's it's been a blessing. Yeah, I know there's always a lack of um help, you know, but there are people out there that do have a heart for this type of mission mm -hmm. and I'm so glad I wish more people would would step up and sometimes people don't even know where to go like they exactly. want to help but they're like, "Well, where do I go? Who do I call? What do I do?" Mm -hmm. And so I'm glad that you you have people that have decided to step up and help you. And so as a regular mom, cause you're a mom to Nate, a preteen 14, right? Yes. Um, I have a 22 year old. So <laughs> as moms, there are days where we just want to give up and like these kids, like shake yeah. them. Are there days where you have felt like you wanted to give up? What, what yes. motivates you to kind of keep going? You know, it's been a struggle because sometimes, you know, the shame of your past, the, the enemy will always try to torment you, always try to put you down, bring up your past, mostly when you can't reach a kid and the kid's just picking at everything bad about you. Why? Not because they're bad or evil. It's because they're hurt. They're hurt and all they want to do is hurt others. And maybe not even intentionally. It's just the anger and hurt that they feel. And sometimes you do get discouraged, mm -hmm. you know, mostly when you actually listen to the things and it can be 
hard. And then God reminds you of his promises and you put it at his feet and God really comes through and gives you the strength to make it another day, to get up and be joyful another day, because it's a choice. It is. It's a choice. Either you're going to be defeated by the enemy or you're going to get up and be victorious believing the promises of God. Right. God gives you the strength. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he's shown me um, we can get through anything in this house. Mm. Anything. We've been through a lot. Right. <laughs> We've been through a lot Already. just in one year. Yeah. I've had moments where I've complained to God and I'm just like, man, God, you know, help me. And he's like, but mama, I have given you the strength. You got it. You yeah, did yeah. it. You yeah, did yeah. it. You got through it. What's what's going on? You're here. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I, can't, I can't imagine. It's, it's got to be so hard. And so when you and I were talking, right, mm-hmm. we want to do something. We don't fully quit where, you know, somebody comes and says, hey, we want you to do this. I'm calling you to do that. And we don't feel worthy. You know, you said to me that, hey, you didn't feel worthy or equipped to foster these children. Yeah. You know, why do you feel that way? I think it's because I'm just a normal person. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I'm pretty young, you know, as well. So I don't know everything. Mm-hmm. I make mistakes. I have emotions. And sometimes I run with my feelings. You know, most in the mornings, I'm the grouchiest person in the morning. But even my kids have taught me, well, Miss Wendy, you have to choose joy. Miss <laughs> Wendy, it says it to love and be kind right. and be gentle. And, you know, it's convicted me. And, you know, God's taking me through a journey along with the kids and we're all learning together and that is something beautiful because when you can get rid of your pride and tell the kids hey you know what i am so sorry you are right Mm. you are right i need to work on this there's one thing that i've been working on i've announced it to the house like Mm. look (laughs) this is not okay how i act in the morning i gotta work on it and we worked on it together and the other day (laughs) my 13 year old Uh um mentioned you're much nicer in the mornings And I was like, see, that's what God does in you. And we just, it just opens them up so much so they can feel accepted, even though they're not perfect. And I feel accepted. Mm. And those are the muscles that God is just enduring and growing in us that, again, sometimes you might feel down, but God lifts you up. That's right. I love that. I think it's great when your kids see your struggle. I remember my son telling me a long time ago, mom, you need to get out of your head. Mm-hmm. you're stronger than this like Amen. you can overcome this and i was like my god he's right like Amen. what is wrong with me Amen. but the fact that god used him to minister to me and to encourage me that's powerful because we need that those are the people that we're with every day and so i love mm-hmm. that that the kids are are doing that and so i wanted to ask you if there's somebody that's listening mm-hmm. that they've experienced some kind of trauma that they've been through something difficult they maybe they don't think they're equipped to do something mm-hmm. great maybe they don't think that they're being called to do something what would you say to encourage them today you know i would definitely say make your experience a survival kit for somebody else because you know we we are down when when things happen to us we are defeated we are hurt we are broken but when god heals us We don't have to be perfect because we'll never be perfect until we're with him again. We're a work in progress, but we can help so many do this together Mm -hmm. and grow together and heal together and continue to move forward. I always tell my kids, are we having a pity party? Because I don't play that. (laughs) Like, I don't have those. Okay. Are you going to be defeated or are you going to move forward and be victorious and get through this? And it really, literally, they get up, they wipe their tears and they're like okay we're gonna do this we're gonna choose joy we're gonna choose victory we're not gonna let the enemy keep us down because that's what he's here to do kill destroy torment us he wants us done and he works really hard on that but we don't have to stay down you never have to stay down god lifts you up 
every single time. If you trust him, if you put it at his feet, if you spend time with God, he changes it all in your heart. He does. I love that. Yeah, the enemy was coming after us so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to digress a little bit. So much that we we did this online like three times. One time we didn't even get to do it online because her screen wasn't working. Her camera broke. And then we'd play it back and there was no video. And I'm like, the devil. Yeah. I've been trying to do video podcasts since earlier this year and I have not been able to do it. And so we we did this a couple of weeks ago and I said, you know what? We're just going to have to do it in person and pray that God will be among us and be with Amen. us, right? Yes. And we said, maybe there's a reason that God wanted us to do mm -hmm. it live today <laughs> in yes. her home, in her room. Mm -hmm. And so, hey, we're not defeated. Amen. This is time number five. Okay? Yes. And we made it yes. happen. Yes. And so what are some of the greatest lessons that you've learned on this on this journey? Man, there's so many. There, There's so many lessons you learn here. I think one of the greatest lessons I've learned is to put God first always. For one, you need him. You need, you can't do this on your own. Just trust me, as, as smart as you can be, as experienced as you can be, as mature as you can be, as wise as you can be, you still need the power of the Holy Spirit because mm -hmm. you need discernment. You need love. Yes. We can't produce it on our own. Right. It's the overflow. God's, God's love overflows. And that's what really keeps us united. So always put God first. And not just that. When you put God first, your kids see that. Mm -hmm. And they do it. You don't even have to tell them. They do it. They see it. They believe it. Right. And I think that's one of the most important lessons I learned. Good. And that's for anybody. Anything mm -hmm. that you're going through, and, anything yep. that you're struggling with, if you put God first and you have faith, he's going to make a way. He's going to yes. open the door. It may not happen when we want it, mm -hmm. right? But the other day, I, I posted something that said, God is trying to do something in you mm -hmm. before he answers your prayer, yes. whatever that is. And that is so true. And sometimes we're just not ready. Like mm -hmm. God knows that we're just not ready. And so, you know me, I'm always talking about walking in your calling, walking yes. in your purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, how important is it, Wendy, to walk in your calling? It is so important. You don't want to be like Moses, but God, I can't talk. Look, listen, okay. God got mad at Moses, exactly, okay. Exactly. Jonah, Jonah was in a in a whale. I I, I don't want to do that. You know, there's blessing in obedience. There's true growth and blessing in obedience. I don't want to miss that. Mm. I don't want to upset my father. Right. You know, I wanna. I don't want anything to come between our relationship. So, it's it's very important to obey your calling. Also, God's gonna put you in a whale, okay. So yes. <laughs> don't listen. <laughs> listen, Linda. That's listen. So true. But, so but, um, but it's also very fulfilling Good. in your heart. Good. It's so fulfilling yeah. in your heart and it's beautiful. Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't walk in their calling because mm -hmm. they're fearful. We can't allow fear to stop us no. from doing the things that God is calling us to do. And not only doing, you know, something that I'm really big on is not only the, let's not just do the things that are easy and that are comfortable. Correct. Let's do the things that we are terrified mm -hmm. of, right? Let's do it in fear. Let's just yes. trust that God is going to lead us through it. Yes. Not our power, but his power. I was recently asked to become part of a ministry and lead a ministry. And mm -hmm. I was like, the first thing I asked them was, <laughs> Why me? Like, yeah. there's all these other people that are, you know, more equipped. Mm -hmm. But there's a reason that God will call on certain people. There's a yes. reason that God will call on you, even though you don't feel equipped. Mm -hmm. And so I have to step in it in fear and trust yes. that he's chosen me for a reason. Amen. And I believe that in my life, 
I've seen the hand of God move more when I've walked into those very scary places, like starting a podcast, like, you know, getting involved in some things. And so Mm -hmm. I think that walking in your calling is so, so important. So do it afraid. Okay. There's nothing wrong with that. And that's where the growth is, right? Absolutely. How are you going to get to the next level if you can't take this one step, you know? And once you get there, it's not as scary. That's right. It's not as scary. That's just the enemy trying to blind you, fill you with fear. No, just always trust God. And, you know, I've been a little bit more of a daredevil, so (laughs) I've taken the jump, but I get it. I did it in fear. I was terrified. It was worth it, not just in my life, but in the children like That's and the parents and then the families yeah. it's like electricity guys yeah. just flowing yeah, flowing yeah. flowing and it's by one simple act of obedience right yes that's where it started yes and that's so true you're seeing the fruit of all the seeds that god has planted in you and you are planting in the kids and and mm-hmm. how he's making a way and mm-hmm. providing and continuing to carry you and lift you up on the hard days because i know you have really hard days and so if there's somebody out there that wants to foster children, mm-hmm. that has a desire to foster children, what would you say to them to encourage them? I, I definitely say pray about it because God's going to lead you exactly where you need to go and to who you need to go. That's very key. And he's also going to give you what you need to deposit in those children's life. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing, um, it's not for the weak. A lot of these kids are hurt. Don't mm-hmm. take it personal right. and don't give up on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of our kids need mentors, just godly people giving godly advice. Mm-hmm. Just people that won't leave. Mm. That's a big one. People that won't give up and leave. Because Mm. sometimes, yeah, our emotions are like, "Mm, I don't want to do this today. But really, we have to do it even if we don't want to, right? Just like prayer. Sometimes we don't feel like prayer, but we still got to do it. Because you know we're going to be blessed by it. And also when we walk in obedience of something that, you know, just a desire in your heart. A lot of the desires in your heart are put in by God. Yeah, That's how God calls you. So definitely... Do it. Pray about it and do it. Plant that seed. I know there's people out there that want to foster kids and it's so difficult. And so I hope that that encourages somebody today. If you're somebody that has thought about it, that wants to do it, just start praying that God will open the door and that Mm -hmm. he'll lead you. Maybe he'll send you a Facebook ad or an Instagram ad and tell you this is where you need to go. And so before we go, I I know you shared with me privately that Mm -hmm. you you have a lot of needs. So I want to speak some of these things into existence. (laughs) Thank you. you. What are the things that you feel that you would need help with or that you want God to provide so that you can continue on this foster journey? So I definitely learned a lot being here this first year. I definitely was blessed in (laughs) by a lot of the things that happened. But because I'm tied to the agency and the home is tied to the agency, I have limits on who I can help, Mm. you know, and sometimes your kids have families and and sometimes those families are children as well. And because the system is so broken, your hands are tied and God has even put a bigger desire in my heart to actually look for a bigger place that we can all call home, Mm. you know, a place that my children can come back to because yes, they go and they try to make their life. But if they fail, like we all have, Mm -hmm. we all have left our parents' house Mm -hmm. and and sometimes failed and needed to come back and sleep on their couch, right? right. These kids don't have that. Mm. They don't have somebody to go back to. Most of them don't have a safe place to go back to. And unfortunately, this house, being tied to the agency can't provide that, but I one day want to have a home where all my kids, 
all my kids can come back to and sleep on my couch if they need to, mm. a place they, a safe place they can go back home to. And mm. I'm praying that God provides the home, provides the financial stability, because once I leave the agency, I no longer have their financial support. God has to make way. That's and I believe right. it. That's and right. I believe it. And um, there's a lot more to do out there. And I just know that this is my life's calling. Mm. And that's exactly what I dream, giving that's a awesome. home for all these kids to come back to and just enjoy yeah. and visit Nana. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's going to be you, but you're too young to be on Nana yet. So yeah, you're too young. Let's not, <laughs> let's not call that yet. And so two things that I, that I wanted to share. One was I've seen the fruit of your labor and what you've done already. Mm -hmm. I've had the privilege and the honor to speak to one of Wendy's daughters and she's amazing. She's had an incredible yes. journey on her mm -hmm. story already, and she's only 20 and has been through so many difficult things. And I remember when I was talking to her, she said, when I met Miss Wendy, <laughs> my life changed. And she was the first person that really loved me mm -hmm. and really accepted me the way that I was. And I was like, wow, her whole life encountering all these different things, people, family, that was the first time coming to your home, your love, mm -hmm. your kindness was the first time that she felt love and acceptance. And that was huge for her. And that allowed her to start changing her ways, to start bringing those walls down yes. of protection, right? And she's a mom. And so that's one of the things that she wants to work on. She's like, I want to be a better mom for my kids. I don't want Amen. my kids to be in the foster care system. I don't want mm -hmm. them to suffer and struggle. Yes. And so it's already happening. You know what yes. I mean? And so I'm super, super proud of you for that. And the other thing is your strength and your resilience. Mm -hmm. You know, not everybody could do something like mm -hmm. this. Like you said, it's not for the weak. But what I love is that you call your kids, my kids, mm -hmm. my daughter, my son, my like, mm -hmm. not many people would say that. And when you said... If somebody needs to sleep on your sofa, if one mm -hmm. of the kids, you know, siblings needs to sleep on your sofa, that you can't do it. Yeah. And that's got to be so painful because oh. as a human being, you know, somebody has a need. Mm -hmm. You want to say, yeah, sleep on my sofa here. Let's, let me help you. Let me, let help, me help you. you. And the fact yeah. that you can't do that. And so the reason I'm saying that is because, you know, we're speaking it into existence. Amen. If there's somebody Amen. out there, I'm trusting God, mm -hmm. that wants to help Wendy, that wants to bless her with a home. And, hey, we need to dream big. Amen. We need to pray Amen. big. Make a way, God. Yes, uh, you, Lord, you know yes. her heart. You know yes. the needs of your children. Yes. You know the needs of kids that are out there without mm -hmm. a home, without mm -hmm. parents. Make a way, Father God. Provide Amen. a way and a resource Jesus. for you. I believe, as Amen. you do, you know, they say we just need faith. As small as a mustard, mustard seed. seed. Yes. So, hey, we're believing Amen. much bigger. But yes. if we only have faith of a mustard seed, Amen. we believe that God is going to make a win. He's going to do something. Yes. So what does life look like today <laughs> on a daily with your kids after you've gone through this kind of like one year experience? Yeah. Well, we're steady busy. We, we start as early as six o'clock in the morning. My day doesn't end until sometimes midnight or rolls over to the next day. Um, so it's definitely very busy, but it's such a blessing because you have to be selfless and it is a full-time job. But to see all my kids achieving what they would have never one of my children is in varsity football. You know, another one is in soccer. My, my son is finally able to do baseball and basketball. I couldn't do that as a single mom working a, you know, a regular job because I was out of the house at seven, back at seven. There was no time for me to take you to a baseball game or anything. It's just shower, eat and bed. Now all my kids are succeeding in everything they want to do. And that's not something they would have had otherwise. They have a loving home. 
my, you know, my girls all got baptized mm-hmm. and it, that was, you know, yeah. God given because I was baptized when I was 12. Uh-huh. So God was just putting a desire for me to take a stand again and just take an oath. And I didn't know why that was happening. Mm-hmm. And I got baptized That's as awesome. a much older woman. <laughs> I got baptized. It was beautiful, but it touched my one of my daughters. And then she got baptized right. and it touched two of my other daughters. Awesome. And now they're baptized and it has touched again, their biological families and it's God just working, God just working. And it's, it's truly beautiful. It's truly beautiful. And I think the biggest thing is giving these kids a loving, joyful home. They see the difference. They feel the difference. And that's all I want to give them. And you know, it teaches them that they deserve more, Exactly, especially the young girls. It's like, Hey, I deserve more. I, I need to be patient. Don't settle. Right. Don't settle. Find don't the right settle. man. Find, you know, get married, have kids. Like, yes. I deserve that. Even though and I went through this with my family and my parents maybe did the best that they could, mm-hmm. I need to wait. I need to hold out. God Amen. is going to provide. Amen. God is going to make a way. Yes. And I'm, I'm believing that with you. Amen. Well, I Amen. this was awesome. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me into your beautiful home where I got to experience um, the kids' rooms and, you know, just life here with you is incredible. I pray continued blessings over you, over Nate, over all your girls, all your kids, and every single child that comes in and out of here that if for some reason they are reunited with their parents, Mm -hmm. that they will forever remember Miss Wendy and the love and the care that she provided um, and that they'll continue to be successful and thrive because of your sacrifice and your obedience which I think is is so incredible. Yes. I love you. I love you too. And again, you and I are connected. <laughs> yeah. Just even this year, we've connected so much. Mm-hmm. We met for the first time earlier this <laughs> year in person because of COVID, we weren't able to meet. Yes. And so we went and had, you know, some um, cafe con mm-hmm. leche. Oh, so delicious. And some uh, uh, coco avena, <laughs> yes. which was so good. Mm-hmm. And we had a great conversation. Mm-hmm. And so we've been keeping in touch. And so I appreciate you as a friend. And again, if you need me, I'm here to support you. Thank you so much. I love you so much. You have become a mentor to mm-hmm. me. I mean, I look up to you so much you bless you bless me you bless this home and um i can't wait for you to meet all my kids and have dinner with this wild yes, bunch it gets yeah. wild <laughs> we gotta we gotta plan it and, and yes. also i think we need to plan an outing yeah hopefully to my camping place at one oh, point that'll be beautiful so they can just go crazy and have a good time well wendy how can people connect with you so my email is the best connection to me it's m as in mary as a sin sam period w period my last name and lou a and as a Nancy, L-E-U at gmail.com. And I'm more than happy to answer any questions if somebody wants to foster or just mentor or just be a part of somebody's life. Or just, you know what, if you need somebody to listen to you, exactly. I can hear you and, and just love on you. So definitely reach out. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, if you want to connect with Wendy, mm-hmm. you can reach out to me as well. I'll put you in touch with her. This has been an incredible conversation, um, an incredible journey <laughs> to get here to finally record uh, yes. live and in person. Thank you so much for being with us today. Hey, if you know somebody that could be encouraged by the story, please yeah. share it. Follow Courageous on Instagram at Courageous underscore podcast or on Facebook at Courageous 2020. Go back and listen to all of our stories and become part of this Courageous community. Hey, Courageous community. Thanks so much for joining us. I hope you were encouraged today. If you have a courageous story or want to connect with today's guest, email us at Courageous Podcast 2020 at gmail.com. 
You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Courageous Podcast. Until next time, continue to be strong and courageous.